So do you talk in the <laughs> Where is it recording exactly? My mic is up here. Okay. In my okay. headphones and yours is sitting right by your mouth. Oh, tricky little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome everyone. This is the Salty Sisters show and I'm Sage coming to you from my Tommy Bahama chair in Fort Collins, Colorado. Hi, I'm Mackenzie. I'm Sage's sister, and I'm tuning in from the other side of the world, Canberra, Australia. We started a podcast. We started a podcast to share our stories and elevate other women's stories in today's world. Our experiences as women matter, and we need more inclusive spaces to share our narratives. So join us as we navigate the world built for men as women. Uh, so here is a little bit about Sage and I. We grew up in a um, very unusual, but also very privileged, uh, tiny ski town in Colorado. Uh, we were a white, middle-class Christian family, um, and we lived just outside of the tiny town of Tabernash with a population of 24 uh, for all 18 years of our childhood. And yes. our parents... Um, and our parents happened to own the only coffee shop in town, which we spent most of our childhood and happy adolescent years. Happy adolescent years. That's great. <laughs> um, so even though Sage and I grew up in the same town and in the same environment, we were completely opposite personalities. I was always, you know, a 90s girly girl, uh, loved glitter, had the butterfly clips, beanie babies, dresses. I also had majority of my friends growing up were girls, were female. And I was always labeled as a tomboy. Uh, most of my friends, well, no, all of my friends were boys. Um, I really like to play video games. I love to play outside. Spent a lot of time building Legos. And I also spent a lot of time recording my own radio show. She did. She did record a lot of her own radio show. Uh, I think one story, one quick little anecdote, if I may, that highlights Sage and I's differences like so perfectly was when we were growing up, I always had like a laundry schedule. And because of that, I always had very organized, clean socks. And every week Sage would come in she would try to sneak in, but I seemed to always catch her because I would count my socks. And she would come in and steal them because hers were always dirty and missing. And I think she may still have a pair of my socks from childhood, if I'm being honest about it. <laughs> oh, I used to have piles of laundry that were taller than me as a kid. <laughs> she was so type B and I'm so type A and we were constantly at odds with each other growing up yeah I think we always struggled um you know we were just really different and we just always struggled to find common ground um or things to really connect over um and that continued well into our 20s which was both for both of us was really turbulent times of our lives yeah I think for for both of us our 20s was about finding out who we were and trying to navigate uh, going to school and supporting yourself through school and, you know, like most people, being out of your house for the first time, but it's really tricky. 
finally, when Sage became pregnant with my nephew in 2016, we found some common ground and were able to connect and build a sisterhood and a really firm relationship, which is what we're bringing to you today. Yeah, I think um, becoming pregnant was just a really weird time for me um, as somebody who always identified very much as a tomboy. Um, it's like a the ultimate feminine experience. And I think I really had a hard time um, accepting that and accepting what was happening in my body and finding support um, with my friends and the women around me. Um, I just was really struggling. And so that's where... Um, Mackenzie and I, that's where our relationship really started to blossom and bloom and grow was out of a, uh, a need for support and giving that support mutually to each other. And I think really that's, that's at the base, what sisterhood means is you support each other and you have somebody to listen to you and offer not advice all the time because I've never had a baby. I don't have advice to give on being pregnant or being a mother, but just listening and supporting each other. Yeah. And I think um, through our conversations, we started to realize that things weren't always easy or available to each of us as women um, just because of our sex. Yeah. We, um, we both lived very separate lives and took different paths through school and what we chose as careers, but we both ended up in these male dominated fields. And, and we also really connected over that. And how do you navigate, you know, this world that's built for men? Yeah, so that's, that's why we're here. We're here to share those experiences with you, and to offer to support to you. um, If you find yourself in a space that doesn't allow you to be your full or true self. Yeah, and even if you do, we're here to be your number one cheerleader. You know, I think so many people, especially women, need somebody to just say, go for it. You're smart enough. You can do it. And just just be there. Just be your cheerleader. So tune in because we've got some really fun episodes coming for you. Uh, We're going to cover things like career paths. Finances. Partnership. Women's health. Religion. Family planning. Do you want a baby? Do you not want a baby? That's just to name a few. Yeah. And, you know, we would love to um, to eventually invite some guests on the show as well to, you know, round out our, our experiences because, hey, we're not pros and everything. So next time, join us because we're going to be exposing that the patriarchy is alive and well as we dive into the career paths we took and the jobs we currently have. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.